0: Save for a rainy day. Can we just stop saying that? Because in today's landscape, is more than saving. It's about multiplying your saving. It's about making your money really work for you. Don't worry, I'm going to share with you exactly what I mean by making your money multiply. And spoiler alert, what I'm going to share as the how is not anything you haven't heard before. But what I am going going to hone in on and focus on is sharing you three things that I see that is not being done, that by doing these three things, that's going to maximize the potential of multiplying your money, of saving more, of doing those things. So stay tuned for that. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. What a month it has been. During this four-part series, we've already talked about two things and we've covered so much. In part one, we talked about really focusing on what we can control and forgetting the other thing. And in part two, we talked about the importance of making more money, especially in today's times. Now in part three, we're continuing this four-part series. In part three, we are discussing the importance of savings and just making sure that savings multiplies because we really want that money working for us, right? Of course, I'm going to share with you how is it that you're going to make your money multiply. And it's no secret of the how, as I mentioned before. And I'm also going to share with you some terminology, some dinero terminology one-on-one because the more we know, the more our money can grow. And I'm going to share with you three things that I don't want you to skimp on. I want to make sure that you do these three things because I see a lot of people not do them and just by doing these three things you're really going to be taking your savings making your really making your money multiply to another level by doing three simple things before we get to the really good stuff i want to make sure that i share with you at least from from my experience what the act, what the, uh, the habit of saving money has done for me and for my family. And I share this with you because I want you to really, really appreciate and really uh, have a clear picture as to what saving, what investing, what do- doing these things, making your money multiply, making your money work for you, what it can do for you and the impact it can have on your financial life. So it has prevented really saving, putting money aside, uh, putting in a high yield saving. It has pre- helped us to prevent debt because when things come up, we had some money stashed aside. Uh, it also has allowed us to travel with a lot because at the beginning of our marriage, we were travel, but there were some constraints, budget constraints, because maybe there wasn't enough money, right? So it had has allowed us to really travel with less budget constraints. It's not to say that we go and get all crazy spending money, but we by having that money set aside by having that habit of saving, it has allowed us to do that. It also has really allowed us to save for retirement, making sure that I know this seems like, well, well, duh. Well, some people don't do it because they're scared. They don't think they have enough money to or uh, they just don't know how to get started. But creating that habit and really getting into understanding how you can invest for retirement, that has allowed us to have a good cushion for when we do decide to retire. It has given us a sense of peace because life happens emergency happens things that are, are out of our control are going to happen and so just having that money it gives you that sense of peace it se- gives you that sense of control it gives you that sense of power because you don't you never want to feel feel powerless and sometimes when we have that lack of or when we're not in a good position financially we feel powerless and that's not a good thing but if you take, make the effort to make sure you're saving and making sure, we're talking about multiplying your money, and I'm going to get more into that in a little bit, we take control and we can feel at peace and we can really feel more empowered and in power uh, with our finances. Uh, we can also, things happen with our families and we can help them out without putting ourselves in a bad financial position. Uh, we have been able to pay for a boy's tuitions. And you've heard me talk about the <laughs> lovely high cost of, of college tuition. Uh, we have been able to purchase higher ticket items like fur- uh, furniture without going into debt. We have been able to purchase car in cash or cars in cash. And I'm not saying that yeah, right now. <laughs> Maybe not right now, just because, you know, those prices of cars are 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 not, they're not cheap, not even used cars. So I want to just give you that, make sure that I start off with that to give you, just remind you that you're not, I'm not out here preaching, hey, you have to save, you have to invest just because I want to preach and tell you and just hear myself talk. I'm telling you that I'm sharing this with you and I'm talking about this. Because it is going to be impactful in your life and how that looks like it's going to be slightly different for you uh, than what I shared. But I just wanted to make sure that I shared that with you. When I talk about saving and putting away for the future, what do I mean? So let's just start, you know, let's make sure I clarify that. I'm talking about saving for what we, you know, for emergencies, for the travel, for the occasional expenses. And you've heard me talk about occasional expenses uh, before. And that's so, so critical to make sure that we set money aside for occasional expenses, uh, also for fun. Like, I don't want to leave that out. We want to be saving for fun. I mean, we're here on this earth for not an infinite amount of time. And so we want to make the best of the time that we are on this earth and we can enjoy it. We can enjoy it. Uh, another thing is to invest for the future or to save for the future. I'm also talking about investing for your retirement. And notice I'm using the word investing. I can. It's also saving, right? Uh, so, And that's important, as you know. The other part is getting out of debt. And why I mentioned that, even though you're getting out of debt, you're not necessarily making money. You're just getting out of debt. But what it does is it really frees out, frees some cash to do other things, to save for retirement, to put away for emergency savings, to do, to do whatever it is that you need in your particular household. So I consider that indirectly a way of savings because if you get out of debt, you're actually have that freed up cash to save, to invest to do those other things. So let's talk about the three things that I have teased you about in terms of if you do these three things, you are golden. You're going to be maximizing what you save, what you invest, what you put away just as a result of these three things. It's not because you don't have to have extra money. This is not the, the whole point here, but it's just doing these three things. So let me get into that. Number one is you want to treat saving, putting away for retirement like a bill, not like I hear so many times, time and time again. Well, if I have money at the end of the month, I will save. If I have money at the end of the month, leftover at the end of the month, I will put some extra towards retirement. Uh, If I have money at the end of the month, I'm going to put extra towards paying off debt. No, 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 no you need to treat it like a bill. Because when you say, I'm going to wait until the end of the month and see what's left over, chances are good there's nothing left over. And why is that? Because you didn't set a plan in place to save, to put towards retirement. So you want to treat it like a bill. You don't negate your bills, right? I knew you're a good, responsible consumer and you pay your bills. So if you don't negate your bills. Don't negate yourself by not, by waiting until the end of the month to see if money is left over to save, uh, to invest. You're negating yourself. You're negating your financial well being. And you deserve better. You work hard. So don't negate yourself and really treat the savings, the investing all like a bill. So that was number one. Number two. You want to be intentional. You want to be intentional when you save. You want to be intentional when you invest. You want to be intentional when you make that extra payment towards your debt. You don't want to save or invest or put an extra payment towards your debt just because you have to, because I am here talking about it. You want to do it because you want to because you know it's going to be good for your financial well-being, because you know it's going to be good for your household, because you know it's going to be good for your future. So be intentional. Don't just do it because you're supposed to. No, do it for you. Be intentional about it. So that's number two. So number one, treat it like a bill. Number two, be intentional. And number three is get clear on what this is going to do for you. What is saving an emergency funds going to do for you? What is saving, uh, putting towards retirement going to do for you? What is it going to do? What impact is it going to have in your life? What impact is it going to have in your household? What impact is it going to have in um, just in your finances in general? So. Think about that and write those things down, right? How exactly how I'm like. So for example, saving for an emergency savings, it may prevent uh, the anxiety you had when you had an emergency several months ago and you didn't know how to pay for whatever it is that came up, right? That is having some clarity. You don't, you don't wanna go through that again. Another thing can be if you have... The retirement, if you're set for retirement or have enough for retirement or you're content with what you have, what you're going to have for retirement, if you continue to put towards it, then that's going to make you bring you peace because you're not going to be relying on your children. Something like that, right? But it has to be connect with you. It has to connect and and just really connect with you. It's not about coming up with something that I would like, right, is making sure that it's something that is meaningful for you, not for me, for you. So just make sure you have that clarity. So if you are treating your savings and investing like a bill, if you are intentional about saving, about investing, if you are clear as to what the impact, saving, investing is going to have on your life, those three things are really going to propel you to actually be more motivated. You are more apt to, oh, I'm going to actually save more because you're not only more excited because you have that clarity, but you are doing it for you, right? You, It's something that you're doing for you versus, oh, I got to do it because they're telling me to do it right? No, it's a whole different thing. And so when you do that, you're going to really be more motivated, you're going to be more consistent, and it's going to open up your eyes to see what other ways, you know, you can save in terms of maybe you can save more, maybe maybe you can put more towards investing, maybe you can put more towards that debt that you're trying to pay off. Okay, so I hope that makes sense for you. And I hope you see the importance of those three things. Notice it's not, hey, it's not, it was not anything directly about money, but it was more about your mind and your frame of mind, basically your mindset. I hope you take me on doing those three things. I'm telling you, it's going to be very, very helpful. All right. So now that I talked about that, when you all do that, you just remember that when you focus, on saving and making sure your money is multiplies. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that in a moment. It's going to give you freedom. It's going to give you more choices. It's going to give you flexibility. And when it comes to investing, depending on what you invest in, it's going to give you that reduced tax liability. So let's talk about uh, saving a little more. and We're going to get into some of the terminology one-on-one, if you will. Uh, so let's talk about savings accounts. You've probably heard of high yield savings. Definitely take advantage of high yield savings. Why do I say that? It's a higher interest rate. If you are putting uh, whatever amount of money, you're going to see your money grow. You're going to see your money multiply. And this is what I'm talking about. When I, when I, I was talking about earlier about making your money multiply. It's really putting your money in a vehicle that maximizes the growth of your money, right? And high yield savings is one of the ways. Now, having said that, I have a disclaimer. When it comes to high yield savings, You want to use those or use high-yield savings for those necessities like emergencies, uh, for occasional expenses, for those short-term savings. You don't want to use a high-yield savings for your retirement, for example. That's not the vehicle uh, to put your money in, to multiply your money, to maximize the growth of your money, so this is only for like emergency savings, occasional expenses, short-term uh, savings that you're needing for, or maybe tuition. I know we have some for our, the kid, the boy's tuition. So when it comes to investing, you want to use the right vehicle to maximize the growth of that money. Putting in an high yield savings for non short term goals uh, is doing your money and yourself a disservice. All right, so. Here's the advantage of a high-yield savings account. So for example, and I'm just referring to my notes so I don't have to do math in my head. For example, if you're depositing $1,000 in a high-yield savings account, and monthly you put in $100 every month in this same high-yield savings, at the end of the month, if you have a 4.5% annual percentage uh, yield, you're going to have earned $70. Doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot more if you were just leaving it in your checking account or an, or a savings account that's not a high yield savings. All right, so seventy dollars is seventy dollars, right? Now, what is what does APY, the annual percentage yield? So basically, that's the annual the the total amount of interest that you earn in an account over a year over the course of the year all right? That's different from interest. So there's the APY and then there's interest where when the interest rate, basically what interest is, is the interest that is earned on the original amount. So the API is interest earned over the course of the year, right? And the interest is what is earned on the original amount, okay? So when you see that is that the APY, a, the annual percentage yield, It's your money is multiplying better than just with the interest, but it is it is multiplying, right? So all that to say, make sure if you don't already have a high yield savings account, make sure you look into a high yield savings account. There's some with 4.5% interest, 4.3%. There's, there's a variety. If you go to bankrate.com, or org, I think it's bankrate.com. This is just a website where you can quote unquote shop around for different banks and it shows you the different interest rates, fees, all that good stuff uh, when you're shopping around for any account. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Another way in terms of savings is a CD and a certificate of deposit. So with a CD, you put a one, you know an, an amount, in the CD, you can't continuously add every single month savings. That's the thing. But it's a higher interest rate that you can earn on that money. All right. So that's an, so if it's, if you have a lump sum of money that you don't need and you want to, and you you don't need to touch it, a CD could be an option. So that's another way to make your money multiply. All right. So that's cover savings. So let's talk about investing here's the thing with investing a lot many people are can be overwhelmed they don't know where to start or they think they're they'll just wait till another time or when they have the money available right or when they pay off uh, some debt that that's when they'll start investing in their retirement no 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 just start today with what you have right if it's not a whole lot doesn't matter it doesn't matter just do, you know, invest what you can. It's I'm always saying do what you can with what you have. So I'm going to leave that at that. Now, um, the thing with investing is compound interest. And compound interest, if you've heard me talk about compound interest, it's this magical thing. (laughs) But I'm going to explain to you compound interest in a little bit. That I want you to check out a website. It's um, theinvestor.gov. They have a calculator specifically for to really see the power of compound interest. And we're going to link that in the show notes. So I want to make sure that you check it out, that you play around with that. But for example's sakes, I just want to make sure that you see it through, you know, to really hone in the, the magic, if you will, of compound interest. And I'm just going to keep it simple with small numbers. So let's just say, and again, I'm referring my notes, so I don't have to do math in my head. Um, so let's just say you, you have an Im- initial investment. So you go to this website and you put an initial investment of $100. And then you put a monthly investment of $50. Again, I'm just keeping this simple and smaller numbers. And let's say, just to play around, there's a, there, there's a part where it says years to save, put 5 I want you to say for more than five years, but just for example's sake, put five. And then for the estimated uh, interest rate, uh, put seven. Even though that's very conservative, other people will tell you put eight or put nine. Let's just go low figures because if it's more, hey, it, it, it's more, uh, and everybody will be happy. But let's you can put seven if you want to put eight, that's fine. And then there's a spot where it's um, interest variance. So that just basically means that on that 7%, if it's less, 1% more, 6%, or if it's 1%, did I say more? If it's 1% less than 7, then 6, you know, what the return will be at 6%. But if it's 1% more than than 7, which is 8%, what that will look like. So also tally that out. So then what you're going to do is you're going to calculate annually. So once you hit that number, you're going to come up with thirty, a little over $3,500. So actually 30, 30, $3,590.70. So if you were to set this aside, this exact same scenario, and you set this aside, you would have $3,100. So that is over $400 you earned at 7%. Uh, at 8% is $3,600. Um, so you see over the course of five years, you will have earned $400 or $600 over those five years. And this is just five years. So change the time frame to 10 years, you're going to have $8,400. What if you set that aside in checking to, for comparisons pur- purposes, $6,100? So you see that's the power of compound interest. So I want you to really, really take advantage of investing because it's huge and it makes a difference. And I want you to play around with that calculator and just insert different numbers. I mean, I just inserted smaller numbers just for this example, but maybe you have $100 to save every single or to put towards investing every single month. Or maybe you have more, or maybe your initial investment is is more play around and see. Get excited about compound interest. I really, really encourage you to do that. Now, if you don't, you're confused as to okay, yes, I'm excited, but I don't know what to do. I don't even know the first step. Send me a message. I'm go- I'm happy to recommend you uh, people to learn from. Uh, actually, one of the people that I highly recommend, as uh, she's been a guest, uh, and I will uh, we will put in the show notes uh, some of the episodes she's been on is Mabel Nuñez from Girls she's Girls known as Girls on the Money on Instagram and she does a fantastic job of teaching investing so I really really highly recommend her and she was also a speaker at the First Financially Strong Latina as well now the last thing I want to and I'll just cover briefly I mentioned that a form of saving and directly is paying off your debt because when you pay off your debt you are freeing up money to do other things, saving, investing, and do fun things uh, for your family. You want to make sure that that's, that's a part of what you should be doing. Now, how, um, how that compares, like if you're thinking I need to focus on, uh, and I've, I've talked about this briefly, if you're thinking you need to focus on paying off debt before you start saving or before you start investing. You don't need to do that. You, I mean, it's your choice, obviously. I'm not going to tell you don't do that. But you can start taking advantage of compound interest. Now, you don't have to wait until you pay off your debt. Maybe you just pay us, you know, you invest a small amount because grant because granted, maybe with your debt, you're paying a high interest, but don't, the the, the thing with compound interest you, it's when you have also time on your side. If, you know, the longer, if you start now versus five, ten years from now, you're um, giving yourself an edge. So that's why I say, even if it's a smaller amount that you put towards investing, so you can uh, garner the benefits of compound interest, that's a, that's a whole lot better than nothing. Uh, and then you focus the rest of you know the rest of the money that you have towards your debt. Hey, that's that's great. But don't let debt stop you from being able to multiply that money in savings, in investing. So that is really my message with that. All right, so that, Is it for today? I hope you have found uh, this episode helpful. I know we talked about a we we discussed a little bit of terminology. We uh, talked about the three things that you really want to hone in on: one, to to maximize what you save. And again, those three things, and I'm repeating them again because I think they're very important: is treat your savings, your investments like a bill. Don't just do it. Don't just wait to see if you can do it at the end of the month if there's leftover money. Number two, be intentional. Don't do it because you have to or because that's what the experts tell you to do. But do it for you. Do it because you want to. Do it because it's going to be impactful in your financial life. And number three is get clarity as to what it's going to do for your life. Write it down. Get into as much detail Uh, as possible with it with doing those three things you're going to be hands down saving more because you're going to have clarity you're going to be doing it because you want to do it you're and then you're going to be treating it like a bill so hopefully that was helpful for you let me know send me a message on instagram send me an email and let me know what you thought of this episode all right That is it. And if you need help saving, if um, my undated digital money planner can help you with that, it can help you get clear on what you have to save, what you don't have to save, what you have to invest, what you don't have to invest. And if you haven't checked it out already, you can do so over at jenhemphill.com forward slash planner. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash planner. And for being a valued listener, use the code Reina to get 10% off. Again, the code Reina to get 10% off. All right, next week, we're going to be doing the final episode of this four-part series on what you really need to focus on in 2024 for your finances. And next week, it is about something that hands down, you absolutely need to do And you cannot ignore, even though I've been saying that about all the things. But this one, I think you're going to enjoy. You want to take any guesses? If you do, send me a message on Instagram and see what you think I'm going to talk about next week. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you for choosing this podcast to listen to. I know there's a lot of options, but you chose this one. So I appreciate it. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 383. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 383. Remember that being the reina starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.